officer, uh, my cousin's police officer. I have another police officer friend that I was the best man in his wedding. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up with him. I encouraged him to be a police officer. Now he's a, a lieutenant and another one is a sergeant. You know, I mean, so we, we, we know we have, there are good police officers. We know that they're, they're great police. And we sit down and we have these conversations about these things when they happen. And, and they say the same thing. You know, look, that, that, that's wrong. That, that makes no, no yes. sense. I, I want to veer off to a, a lighter topic, uh, just with maybe the optimism that, you know, just like we know that the vast majority of police are not the people who caused George Floyd to die, and the vast majority of people in this country, uh, including white people, are not racists and right. are disgusted by what happened. So um, let's let's move on, because I'm going to let you go soon, but I'm, I'm real curious, Luther. I know um, Levitard is a friend of both of ours. Um, what happened? Uh, why weren't you at his wedding? I have to ask you that. <laughs> oh, I had actually, I had a concert. I had a concert in Boca the same night. Oh, really? Yeah, it was actually a concert that had got postponed, and then they moved the, the concert to the same night. So I was trying to figure out a way, should I be able to take a helicopter? And I, I, was, I, I thought of everything possible to get to the wedding, but I couldn't get to the wedding. And that, and that kind of bothered me because Dan came to my wedding, and I've been pushing Dan to get married for so many years uh, with, all, with all those different girlfriends that he had. But I'm, right. I'm glad he picked the right one. And then I miss, I, you know, I miss hugging his mom as right. a girl. I personally think it was very inconsiderate of Dan not to reschedule his wedding so you could be there. <laughs> exactly. That, that's my, that's my uh, soul brother. That's my soul uh, brother from another month. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's a good man. Hey, uh, I want to leave you with this, Luther. I know you are uh, follow the Miami Hurricanes football program real closely. You know most of the coaches in Miami-Dade County. And, and I wonder, is, is Manny Diaz doing – is UM doing enough to, to keep all the talent we have down here in South Florida? How's Manny Diaz doing? What do you think is the overall state of the U right now? I did a group Zoom – last week Facebook live thing for my podcast and everybody said basically the same thing. You know, they, they actually asked me, but everybody said the state of the youth, the competitiveness of the players and the toughness of the practice is what they saw was missing when they go down there. But for me as being a high school football coach for the last 17 years in Miami, dealing with college scouts on a regular basis, even right now, because this is uh, the period of recruiting. When you look at Miami, and I've had these conversations a lot with Manny, just like I have with any other coach, I tell him you have to recruit Miami better. You have to get coaches at the school working for you that have a relationship with the coaches in Miami. And when I, you know, I, I, I sat back and and say, let me, you know, before I run my mouth, let me go do some research on what we have on the roster. So I went and I looked on the roster, and I noticed that from Flagler Street to County Line, which you know, uh, the area, that's that's Miami Central, Miami Northwestern, Miami Jackson, Miami High, Carroll City, Edison, Northwestern, that's the hotbed of Miami. And when I looked at the roster and only saw three kids 